Hello, welcome to the Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Stream Street Day for 90, something like that. Close enough. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rob. Woo woo! Today, I'm going to be painting some terrain and hanging out with the Twitch chat. A classic, a classic, nothing's been planned for the show. We're just chatting to my bros. Show. And I've been painting this terrain. That's right. I'm painting up two uh, wigwams. Is that the name? What do you call one of these things? A wigwam. Let's go for that. Uh, thanks to N.A. Brooks for subscribing. Even being, being an old man in the young man's game couldn't kill the stream streak. Close enough, N.A. Brooks. Close enough. Uh, <laughs> HL's the dead lizard. Halalex, Flash. Murray True Love, thanks for subscribing. Lord Wilco, what up? What a yurt. Could it be a yurt? I've heard the word yurt, but I don't know what the fuck yurt means. Darker Design, good morning. Uh, let me look up yurt. Yurt. Yeah, it's a yurt. A traditional yurt from the Turkish language or a portable round... Oh, it's got to be round for a yurt. I guess that bit's round. Like a yurt with a annex I'm going to go for. Uh, hey, Shadow Sun. I hope you're doing well as well. Hope you are doing well. Uh, hey, Boise. Uh, finally able to watch live. Thanks very much for hanging out, man. Um, a classic Rob and Rob mess around. <laughs> hey, old Tim. Uh, uh, TP works, I think. Uh, a Mongolian sweat hut also works. I think I was there last night. Synchronize. Hey, love your latest Stormcast models. So pretty. Um, I was like, I still can't decide if I'm going to go like all silver and use a lot of streaking grime or I'm going to try and do something like a bit more like, synch I don't know if you're going more Bretonian-esque, but really like your Stormcast. They look so sweet. Um, you should put a link in there. Puke Nukem. Thanks for subscribing, man, for 10 months. Fuck yeah, Puke Nukem. Anyway, I'm going to paint this yurt. Uh, and I guess we should talk about the topic of the day. Oh, God. Unless anyone's got any questions. Um, if you, you want to ask any questions, you could do that. And then we don't have to talk about the topic of the day, which is why Games Workshop are copyright striking content creators on YouTube, which is a rubbish topic, really. Because um, uh, businesses are going to business. We've done it. Topic of the day done. Uh, and then we don't have to do it anymore. We could talk about how much we like Warhammies and avoid the company who make the Warhammies because you don't want to talk about that bit. That bit's the rubbish bit. The Warhammies are the good bit. I haven't even talked about the fucking crow yet. Oh, for the Cruelly Boys. So good. That's what I'm going to say. Um, hey, doing Arcane Ring. Uh, hello. Out not. What up? I hope you're well. Uh, how can peeps garrison that wigwam? Uh, how many people? How, uh, well, I reckon this is this could, this could fit 20 fellas in. Probably 20, 20, 20 dudes in this. Because it's not really just one wigwam or yurt or teepee. It's, it's more of a camp. Uh, so if you put up like a couple of little barricades, you'd make yourself like a nice little fort, basically. It's basically like bunk beds. That's what I'm saying, Owen. Um, uh, swap bogglers are great. Ben the Dragon, you're correct, 100%. Uh, the next faction reaction is actually tomorrow. I have two faction reactions tomorrow, uh, if you guys would like to know. Uh, during the lunchtime slot, I have Richie from Just Play, who's an excellent wargamer, uh, and I asked him to do Fire Slayers, which um, is going to be a great, uh, great show. Uh, then six between 6 and 7 tomorrow night, um, uh, I have James on, uh, so Skinks, uh, who's going to be doing Seraphon. Now, uh, James Hobbs, he played him at the Super Series a lot. He, like, not necessarily the biggest name in, like competitive gaming but i got like a lot of love for him also beat darren um uh seraphon versus seraphon darren watson so i like and he also uh did he did he punk daniel as well i think he might have also punked daniel so i wouldn't be sleeping on him he's just not one of those like very public like i'm a good gamer gamers but he's a great gamer like and i think he knows seraphon backwards and has been playing them for years so i honestly really rate his opinion on them so i'd like to hear more about it um where did you get the STL for the yurt? The STL for the yurt is actually a resin design uh, from, fuck me, I honestly don't know. One of the many Patreons, uh, which are phenomenal. Um, I can't remember which one it is, so I'm sorry, but I will find out. Or do, or do you specifically need me to find out now so that you can go and find it yourself? Um, because, oh, fuck, let's go try and find it. This is going to take a minute. I could tweet it later that helps you what's their name what is the name is it mini monster mayhem is it those dudes um, stl no it's not them maybe it's cast and play could be i don't know 
I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, are you still planning on doing a video demonstrating some of the unit movements in AOS 3? would be incredibly helpful. Yes, Arcane Ring, I am. I am. It's just one job at a time, my friend. Um, uh, so, yes, 100% in the, in the, in the pipeline. Um, uh, I've got three shows tomorrow uh, to prep for. Uh, so, I promise. That's that's in the list of things to get done. Um, uh, Battle Turkey for the win. Lord Wilco, we agree. We agree. Uh, you've got a scouts to do the fire stairs one, so we don't know what the models are, and we won't understand what you say. <laughs> Richie's pretty clear, I think. I think Richie's pretty clear, and also you can't really like you can't really uh, knock his like uh, acumen on the tabletop. I've got a lot of respect for Richie's gaming prowess, uh, so I think I think that's a good one. And and I asked him after all, like it was me. I was like I was like I I couldn't think of anyone really that much better to talk fire slayers. Um, maybe Andy Hughes. Um, I was tempted to ask Andy as well. But I'm not sure if Andy's playing Fire Slayers much in third. So I thought I'd speak to Richie first. Um, and then if uh, he was not free, then I was going to speak to, to Andy. Um, uh, but Andy Andy plays like a lot of armies. Um, so it would have been uh, fun to talk to him as well. He's still There's still some other things I might talk to him about because I know he also plays Nurgle. Um, I'm finishing my last KO model before starting on Cruel Boys and I have zero desire to paint ATM. Uh, says uh, Marsuchus. Then don't paint. If you don't have any desire to paint, then don't paint. Just chill out. Do something else. Give yourself the time. Clear your hobby space of models. Yeah, like that good advice I got from Henry Steele last year, which changed my life hobby-wise. Clear your space of everything. Just put the one project on there if you're going to do it. If you're not going to do it at all, put it somewhere else. And then bring it back. Bring it back. Um, uh, check your Facebook page, dude. There's a surprise for you. Oh, Will Dockerel. I will. What is it? What is it? <laughs> is it a git pick? Because I love a git pick. Uh, let's go see what's going on. Uh, yes! Yes! It's the Orc Codex! <laughs> yes! Oh, brilliant. Oh, that's my day made. Thanks, Will. <laughs> um, uh, Owen says, uh, I have to say, even without the rumored new book, Nurgle is legit in 3.0. Well, that's fun. That's fun. I'd like to talk to someone about Nurgle. Today's show was actually meant to be our Nurgle faction reaction, only um, uh, my guest was unable to attend. Um, and so uh, no slight on, on, on that. So um, I, so that's why this show is just like me just chatting away to you guys um, because, you know, uh, I feel pretty lucky. I've had everyone um, uh, turn up so far. So just throwing one out there, that's fine. Plus, I like these shows, just chatting to you guys, hanging out, um, are super fun. Love it loads. Uh, some friends I get into Horus Heresy since 40k is getting a tad boring to Shadow Sun. Is it competitive? No, but it's super silly and fun. Yeah, man. I completely understand that. I compl That's why I originally got into the Horus Heresy. Because uh, I got into the Horus Heresy while um, Warhammer Fantasy Battle was being killed off through the end times. Um, and then uh, was still playing Age of Sigmar when it came out. But I was playing Heresy because I was like, oh, it's cool. Also because I went to Heresy Weekenders. And the guy, um, Tony Cottrell, was just fucking cool. He would just like talk to you and like like answer questions and like was really upfront like a proper community manager. It was wicked, wicked. Him and Alibly and all those other guys uh, were just great guys. Um, I had my best. Uh, I had my best game of AOS three last night. Got tabled by Double More Crush, but damn, what a game! Yes, winner Dave. Oh, I'm glad you had your best game of AOS three last night. Nice, nice to hear that. Really happy. I think Age of Sigmar three will be super fun outside of the. The min-maxed God Hero Nine Storm Fiend Warhammer, uh, but we'll wait to see if that like is something you could do. Uh, kill Panic, Rob, my parasocial friend. <laughs> uh oh, will you advise us on the best 3D alts for Zetan's General and Lord Change in particular? Not looking for copies, but nice alternatives. Okay, there's a nice one from Arch Villain Games in his Demon Collection. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, let's see if I can find it uh, for you, if you want this. Oh my god, it could be like the ferryman to like alt designs. I'm really into this. I'd love to do this, just long term. Um, that'll be the show. What are you doing today? Just sending you to random models. Uh, I'm trying to find them now. Uh, it's in this collection, but I don't seem to be able to find it. So he had a so arch villain has a, a oh there we go, uh, here you go, 
I'll put it in the chat for you guys. Bam. Uh, and then I'll also show you guys, which will be fun to do, if you give me a moment. Here we go. Uh, oh, it's not showing. Oh, it is showing. There we go. And then this. Nice. There you go. This bad boy. He's uh, cool little change, I think. Don't know what you guys think. Um, uh, Rob, the green screen seems to be on fire. That's fine. That's intentional. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's meant to be on fire. Um, uh, Rob, what tips have you got for speeding up game tournaments? Ben the Dragon. Played my sixth game of three last night. First not against Trogs or Gargants in 3.5. hours. managed two turns and my two was rushed at that. Okay, Ben. Uh, a couple of questions. Um, uh, number one, have you got the cheat sheet, which I'm about to link in the chat? Uh, and also, have you got the scorecard, which I've got in the chat? That will give you some uh, bookkeeping time. Uh, following up from that, um, I just say you have to learn your rules so you're not have, you're not referencing your book. Um, because I can't see how anything else would take any fast take much longer. And you have to be fairly snappy with decisions. Like you have to be fairly snappy with decisions. Can't be a lot of decision making. Um, and looking up things in reference books. So I would say, like, uh, I assume you know all of the rules off the top of your head. But like that would seem like something that would definitely slow stuff down. And if it is something that definitely slows stuff down, then uh, uh, then let me know if I've nailed it with with that. And uh, that's what I would 100% like um, do to try and speed up straight away. Is just learn the rules for those units straight off the top. Um, uh, there's some Primarchs not available. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I want to convert from Slaves Darkness. Okay. You guys are chatting, which is great. You great. You guys chat because you're all wonderful. Um, uh, Mar Marchetta says, I played five games over the weekend. Everyone played against who knew their army finished and everyone who didn't barely made it to turn three. It takes time and equipment to know your rules. Yes. Yes. That's it. Like, this, I've kind of said this before, um, but I'll say it again because I think this is... Uh, uh, I have both. I didn't even need my battle tome. Oh, okay. So you know the rules off the top of your head. Did your opponent know the rules off the top of their head? Because that could be the other thing that would slow them down. Uh, in which case, I honestly don't know how you're not finishing. Um, because, uh, like, they did not. <laughs> Trying to figure out how are best to learn the steps as options in each phase as Arcane Ring. Has anyone tried to use custom playing cards for each step? Um... I think you just have to, uh, you could do it by uh, audible thing. I was going to make uh, an, a podcast slash a video uh, over the next couple of days. It's on my immediate jobs to make. I wonder what, if, what everyone thinks about this, where I just go through the phases and I just explain what you need to ask and say. So it's like hero phase, blah, 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 blah. Shooting phase, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like just the the quick interactions. I don't think it would take. I don't think it would be longer than about ten minutes, and just something people could have on repeat, which would be super boring, but probably something fairly necessary as a tool to learn. Because you don't need me to explain the use of unleash hell. You just need to remember, like, do you know what I mean? Like at the end of X, you need to do X. Okay, like the hero phase. Choose your battle tactic etc etc like i could probably do it off the top of my head now but like i'll write it out so it's so it's perfect um we'll do that uh looking up things how things work run is no longer a normal move spell stuff uh oh okay uh no his first game of third for him deepkin well there's the answer ben that's going to be the answer like if if it's someone's new army they're just they're just slow like and also you should be getting to turn three or four in three and a half hours and also it depends if you're playing with your mate you're just chatting like me and Nate play warhammer it takes like five hours like we're just hanging out being buds shooting the shit like taking 20 minute breaks to just talk about anything like that's why tournament play is actually really useful for like learning like as much as it's the place you shouldn't learn if that makes sense you shouldn't learn at the event but it's the best place to do it because you've you're forced into that time for like that time bubble and you got to get it done which is why i think little one dayers like we hold here and are held around the world at local gaming stores wherever are the best places to do that you're like cool i'm gonna spend the day playing with that army for the big tournament next week like whatever like that'll be three games i'll get it in that's the one um uh, learn train play says learn by doing is the best way i agree with that 
Uh, and the chat time vortex is real. Scott Brent, we both agree. Um, I think something that could be a helpful learning tool, just make sure you distinguish start of the phase from the actual phase as well as the end of the phase. Looking forward to listening to multiple times. Okay, Arcane Ring. I'm glad that'll be a good thing. Um, Charles the Dead Lizard, gonna, good tips. Going to visit my first AOS tournaments next month. Good advice. <laughs> tips works. <laughs> Has anyone got any other good tips for first-time gamers? That'd be an interesting one. Uh, I'd like to, because if Charles is going to an event for his first time, like you got Gabe in the chat, who uh, is going to make me eat my hat by trying to podium with Sinesh. It can't be like a 16-man event, Gabe. Like, and the podium can't be like the top 10. You've got to get a first place in a big event. No fucking about. Um, I personally um, suggest just making sure you have tokens and all of the rules for your stuff written down. But Gabe runs huge events in Australia and is a legend in the wargaming community over in Australia. Uh, first time gaming, reduce war scrolls and focus on core rules. Yeah, just look, get off book. Oh, their weapon attack, their weapon profile is three threes, rend one, two damage. Whatever. Um, uh, uh, there are tons of new players in the local scene now, and it's a little hard to get a real game on pickup night, says Marchettis. Yeah, I can un I can feel that, Marchettis. I understand what you're saying. Um, that's a tough one. Hey, Nogal Matthew, big love to you. Remember Redeploy. It's so easy to forget, but it was deciding factor in last night's game, says Winner Dave. That's a hard one. I think one of the hard points about that are we all are going to have to, because we always play by intent. And what I mean by that is, hey, you've moved this unit or you've charged this unit. You've intent uh, like do you intend to have this within three of this hero, for example? You know, like let's say you charge my screen and you're right next to Archeon. Do you intend to have the unit that you charge within three of Archeon? No, I don't. Cool. Well, that model needs to move then, right? That's a nice way of doing it, right? And in that way, when they move their model for both players, when they move their model within nine inches, uh, you need to say, hey, you've moved within nine inches of me. Do you intend to? Because I could redeploy. Yeah. Now you don't have to ask that um, uh, because there's some great there's some great uh, like you know they move within nine they forgot you're in a tournament setting uh, then you redeploy and that changes the shape of the game that's going to happen um, but I would say that both of you should be conscious enough because they might move within like eight point nine or something dumb like that right um, and so, but like some people will want to catch people out some people won't depends personally right now I'm doing it because. It's going to help me learn to remember, like, oh, we're in the movement phase. Don't forget about redeploy. So I'm teaching me and my opponent. We're both learning together. That's an important one. Um, uh, uh, if you have a lot of new uh, new players, lower the points so they can get the rules down and finish a game in time, says Iron Gauntlet. That's also a really good piece of advice. I agree with that. Mm. I think that's great advice. Love that bit of advice. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a lot of new people playing at events over the next year. And also, I think people haven't played for a year and a half. So, you're going to have to cut some people some slack. I said this on the Stats Center with Owen uh, the other day. Like, it's uh, it's all well and good being a Billy Big Bollocks at the moment. Being like, yeah, I smashed up this Age of Sigma 3 event. But let's be real, half the people don't know the fucking rules probably on the day. It's not that impressive is what I'm going to say at the moment. Um, I think it's going to take... Uh, like a few months until I really give a fuck about actual results. Uh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know if that seems unfair to you guys. Like, it's, it's not me trying to trying to be rude. Um, it's just me being like honest about how I feel about it. I just I think that there's a big asterisk next to any wins or anything like that at the moment. I personally wouldn't be going to a pickup game of Age of Sigma right now um, uh, in any way to try and win. I'd be going to try and learn with my friend for X amount of hours. That's where I'd currently be. I think that's the right advice. Like, because the quicker you get those things down between you and them, the quicker you learn, the quicker you're going to like actually be able to play at events. Is dominating presence a legitimate grand strategy versus God heroes? Ignoring them and kill the rest. Uh, maybe pushing ice. Maybe like it depends on the heroes, depends on your army composition. Like that's the thing about... Um, all of the war games, be it Age of Sigmar or 40k, someone out there will give you general advice, like kill the heroes, do X. But actually, based on battle plan and your army composition for both players, it's true transient. Like, it's like the, the general rule of thumb doesn't work for war games at all. There's just too many combinations. And anyone that tells you it does work is fucking lying to you. Um, 
I don't know why they are, but they are. Um, but you could it's a strategy you could try on the tabletop, again, depending on the composition. Um, hey, Bisslord. Yo, yo, good morning for the uh, Indiana in America land. I'm just getting into AOS and hype to get nasty with some swamp bogglers. <laughs> nice decision. Nice decision. Let's get into it. Love a good swamp boggler. Really happy. I am. Let's go look at them Games Workshop models a moment because, oh boy, where are they on? Warhammer Community. Oh boy. Let's talk about that chicken bird. I know people have already done this, but I'm going to go talk about it because I'm not just some like fucking, I only react to Warhammer Community articles content creator. Um, so I'm allowed to just do it sometimes. Uh, let's look at this bad boy. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, yes. Right. It's a bit. It's a bit complicated, right? Like, the stuff on top's like a bit much for me. Obviously, we're going to cut off this other finger. So this guy's middle finger in the world. <laughs> Obviously, we're doing that. That's definitely a plan. Um, uh, have you played with the new models at all, says Old Man Tim? Uh, me? No. I've built 40 gut rippers and 12 bolt boys at the moment. Um, uh, but I'm not going to play until the battle tome comes out. Like, why would I? Uh, doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. And also I'm, they're my painting project, uh, old man, Tim. So I'm going to take my time with the swamp bogglers. Take my time. Might see if there's some sort of painting guide, um, uh, for like, yeah, might see if there's some sort of painting guide for them out there in the world. I think there's one on that Henry Steele's Facebook, no YouTube place, uh, that coat of paint fella. He's got one. Um, so that'd be nice. I think Rob needs those head feathers. <laughs> My favourite thing is everyone saying he looks like a budget Lord of Change or like a poor destitute Lord of Change, which is fucking class. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the wingspan's nowhere near wide enough. Uh, this is totally unrealistic. I'm not saying it's unrealistic. I'm not talking about the unrealism of it. I'm just saying it's fucking complicated. All of the Swamp Boggler models are super complicated. They're like so intricate. That's the kind of thing that does me about the gits as well. The Gitz models are so detailed. There's so much on them. The Loon Trine is so complicated. And then their rules fucking suck. Like, and I have such fear. Bliss Barb Archers are so complicated models. Such complicated models. Like, Bliss Barb Seekers. Bliss Barb, like, they're so pretty. Glutos, who's kind of okay. But, like, they're such complicated, gorgeous models. And they're so unrewarding to paint. You could paint probably 40 more tech in the time it takes you to paint one unit of Bliss Barb Archers, yeah, to the same standard. And you have a much better unit. Like, it's insane. So, like, there has to be some sort of conversion. I truly believe this. I truly believe this, as I feel like painting is a pathway to pain, yeah? I get it. Some of you love painting. Fine. I don't. Like, I don't at all. I hate it. Like, sometimes I enjoy it. Like, oh, that's nice. I finished this model. But would I ever paint 30 Bliss Barb Archers if they were as good as Sentinels? Fuck no. Like, fuck no. And they're already not as good. As, they're not as, as, as anything, is my point. Yeah? So why would this guy be so complicated? Well, because he's probably got terrible rules. And I don't want that to be true. I want him to be amazingly good. Okay? Like, I know I'm on a rant now, but I'm doing it. I want him to be great, and he's not going to be great, because he's too complicated. That's the fucking science of it. Karakakalites, yeah? Zangors. Have you ever tried to paint fucking Zangors on foot? Yeah? So complicated. Are they rubbish? Yes. It's just seems to be a correlation. Someone proved to me that that doesn't work. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, hey, Dr. Tim, big love to you. Uh, it took me bloody weeks to do Bliss Barbs, putting me right off the armies of Scobie. Henry Steele, I found the bogglers uh, busy, but a lot of the stuff is all the same. E.g., lots of leather, metal, etc. So once you've got your recipes down, it's colouring in. Henry Steele, thank you very much for making me feel a little bit safer about that. But like, that's really nice. Happy with that. <laughs> one damage, one attack. One damage, one attack. <laughs> is he a three-cast burb? Does anyone know if he... Is he, is he the whiz burb? Oh, my God. He is great, though. I'm just going to just fall in love with him all over again a little minute. Um, uh, that doesn't really apply to hero models like this guy, though. This is only War Gamer. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, do we know if he's a two-caster or a three-caster? 
It, we haven't seen that at all, right? Oh, hey, look closely and you can see the demon's hand atop Gobsprack's staff. It's bound to the material plane by the shaman's iron-willed desire to show it off. Wait, that's a demon's hand and he's caught it. <laughs> why, do, why do they collect hands? What's this thing? Because they look, look, look. They collect this hand. They love collecting hands. Do we know why they collect hands? What's this little got, grot got as well? Is that like a little... Uh, a Lord of Change hand. Half, a half cast wizard. <laughs> the Uruk has a bonk stick and the bird looks burdened by the stuff uh, to fly. Too, too burdened to fight. Um, he does look burdened, but it's fine. I tell you what, the bit that gets me on this model, the bit that gets me is this back piece. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, it's amazing. Look at this. I can paint myself a little pot. Look, there's a little feather. Um, there's some eyeballs. I'm not going to ever paint them eyeballs. I can't paint eyeballs on eyeballs, let alone other eyeballs. But it looks amazing. It looks amazing. If I was... If I was a painter of any note, I would be beside myself at excitement to be able to paint this because it's phenomenal. And like, it would be such a cool thing to have in your army. 100% going to get it. Like, it's fucking flawless. And you, like, the whole range is. Like, like I like, like, I liked all of the stuff that they've done recently. Like, uh, oh, years. All the stuff they've done for years. Years and years. So great. So fucking great. But models are great, right? Like, they're all great. I love Warhammer. And models. I like I like models. They're great. Uh, I read some of its rules. Uh, read some of its rules are shown. What? Where? Uh, oh, it's got this. I've seen the Mork says no. Each time this unit unbinds a spell, the caster suffers D3 mortal wounds. If the spell was unbound on a unbound roll 10 plus, suffers D6 mortal wounds. That's a wicked, just a wicked war scroll ability. That's just on his war scroll. That's fucking class. I'm super into this. This is really good. Um, it depends if depends if uh, he's like a two. He's got to unbind at least two spells. The fear that he only unbinds one spell, but but the legend that he unbinds three. The uh, the legend that he does three. Um, the hobgoblins are the only things I'm not sold on. The hobgrots are, yeah, gross. They're gross. They look fucking ugly. Um, but they also suck. So that helps us all. <laughs> Give that man a re-roll. I know, Owen. It would be so great if you could re-roll to unbind. The skill allowed him to parley with Kragnos, and he used an ancient language of the Drogo race to form alliance with the god of earthquakes. Among the many Mork-given powers of Godspeak, the strongest of his ability to speak and understand any language. Oh, that's cool. Faithful companion translator. However, it's thought that his natural schema may have applied some creative interpretation to edicts of his new best mate. Oh, wait, so he hangs out with Godrak right now. Kragnos uh, uh, right now. That's awesome. For the, can we just talk about how much um, Godrak has been, like, completely fucked? Like, since day one, his rules have sucked. Like, since day one, the Fist of Gork, the powerful Fist of Gork, has been around terrible in the game. Almost no narrative. Like, just some giant orc on a more crusher. They were like, fuck it, let's forget we made him. Let's just forget. Yeah, the, the the limp. Yeah. I thought you want a Hobgrot army, Rob. Uh, I have a Hobgrot army. Yeah, they still look ugly. Like, come on. None of us think they look good, right? Do they? Does anyone think they look good? Um, uh, but for those who are not open to the whispering of the mouth of Mort, this incredibly new kit also is a killer boss on Corpse Ripper Vulture. So it's a Corpse Ripper Vulture. Haha, <laughs> this, this is full Skeksis, right? Like, this guy looks badass. Badass, I love his shield. His shield looks good. They've got so many spikes. <laughs> so many spikes. They like all loved that Dark Elf Rage from like, the nineties. They were like, "Do you want some spikes on something?" I put so many fucking spikes on things. Um, the helmet on the board is pretty good. Uh, on the burb is great. Love the wings. The wings are class. Like that little feather. Not very good at painting feathers. Uh, at all so if anyone knows where how you paint feathers somewhere in the world let me know i'd like to watch that tutorial i'm gonna be bored after 10 minutes um cast your eyes back on no i'm not looking at that the burbs great is uh how many spikes you want yes yeah look at him he's got one two three four five five spikes on his helmet five more on his chair that's a lot of spikes there's another one on the burb oh wait the burb's covered in spikes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's like twenty spikes. 
It's way too many spikes. What, what, I've got a edge. What's that called? Where you make it like so it's from darker to lighter. Paint? I've got to paint that? No. I'm not. <laughs> I'm never doing this. Uh, I worried what they heard was give me a lot of spikes. <laughs> but what I meant was give me all of the spikes. Uh, when you buy 20 spikes, you're going to use 20 spikes. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You don't want to leave them behind in the spike pit, pile, shop, spike shop. That's what it's going to do. Um, uh, Rob's inside of stonking with the hobgrot said they're ugly by the, uh, by the bucket. They're, can we talk about that? Because it's so fun. Like, Dominion hasn't sold at all, right? No one has bought Dominion. Like, so we all have bought Dominion, but, like, they haven't outsold Dominion, which means there's just tons and tons and tons available, which people now are, like, trying to resell them, and now people are like, hey, do you want... Do you want... Hey, <laughs> how much? How much for... Initially, it was like, I'll split the box half and half, 55, 60 quid for the whole grouch. You're like, yeah, sure. And now they're like, 30, 25? You're like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 pounds, 10 pounds. Like, night, Gabe, big love to you. I hope you're well. Good luck with the the Sinesh. Let us know what you're running. Math Mallow in the chat, our Sylvaneth expert uh, in the chat, uh, who now people run Sylvaneth and say, oh, I'm running that Math Mallow list. Um, so big love to you. Uh, old world, new article, square bases plus normal scale. Oh, Nezil, let's go check this out. Let's do a bit of a old world react, shall we? Um, uh, bah, bah, bah. where is it the old world that map is great I wonder whoever I bet whoever painted that map is probably really talented like really talented like whoever drew it is probably very look at that whoever did that is probably full of talent and class is what I'm going to say um, an expert artist a wonder is how I describe that person uh, idiot wind uh, thanks very much for subscribing so we've got the map of the old world. And anyone who's played Total War knows it quite well. Uh, and we've started to see some of these regions put in here, which is quite funky. Um, uh, Total War is so good. And like, I feel like I know this place off by heart. Um, got to pull your pants up and your armpits if you're talk talking old world. Uh, squeeze you over. Oh, yeah, fuck. Sorry, I was... <laughs> I brought up the image. I just didn't share it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Whoever drew this, what a genius. What a legend. What a talented individual. Uh, the latest revolution concerns the icy nations of Kislev, a country of stoic human warriors and cunning... Yes, Chris! Elemental sorcerers. Kislev has ever stood as the bulwark against incursions from the wildlands further north. Whether that not be the incessant raids of the ravening Norsecan tribes or the all-consuming incursions of the Horse of Chaos, those who have studied the previous map updates will no doubt have discerned that the Empire is riven by civil war with no no one emperor or empress uniting okay great so we've got barefoot bare face big bear axe bare head and then angry bear um uh, are the different uh, teams so this is the bear nations um i don't know what their names are yet bear with me i'm sorry i was up late last night i'm feeling a little grisly apologies apologies <laughs> students of Warhammer Law. Students of Warhammer Law. Make yourself known. Uh, how did DJing go? Fucking long. You get to one o'clock and you're like, oh boy, it's definitely bedtime post COVID. Is anyone? Is anyone during lockdown? Stayed up past three o'clock. Because it fucking sucks, man. Like, is what I'm going to say. Um, uh, like, it's tiring. Like, uh, not a fan. Not a fan is what I'm going to say. Anyway, students of Warhammer Law will also note the borders of Kivlev are very different from what they may be familiar with. The eastern border is not here defined by the world's edge mountains, but in fact extends through the Belavibuta Pass. The Buta Pass. 
through the great school lands, northernmost reaches of the Darklands, through the mountains of Morn, and out into the limitless expanses of the eastern steeps beyond. Clearly, as this time Kislev was a vast empire indeed, its territories encompassing lands said by some to be haunted by hobgoblins, centaurs, and half orcs. Though who can say which of these, if any, are true? Uh, wait. Centaurs? Hello. Hello. Um, I go to bed. Uh, I got to bed about four a.m. after playing at a wedding last night. Pete, Pete, we're in the same boat. Three thirty. I was like, they were like shouting for an encore. I was like, fuck this. Like, we're all gonna die tomorrow anyway from the Delta. So, fuck. Um, we put a couple of updates on the progress of the development of the Warhammer the Old World setting, and now we've kept a close eye on the response on social media. All manner of theories have been represented about setting and game set within, and while some are per. per- Preternaturally insightful, some are not as far off the mark as drunken snotling. Blech. So, just clear a few things up. Here are some of the things to come. Bases, square or round? Definitely square. The old world is a reinvention of the classic rank and file game of Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Regiments move in ranked up units, strategic move in position to launch or receive critical charge. Okay, and then you're going to six dice a purple sun and win the game. Oh boy. Scale, 10 millimeter or 15 millimeter? What? No. What matters is that the scale will remain the same as it ever was. Ah, oh, my rumours were wrong. We want people to be able to use their old armies if they wish. We want people to be able to use their old armies if they wish. Bullshit. Uh, or start new ones, or to add miniatures to old armies, whatever they want. No way that's true. No way that's true. Like, whatever. Hey, it's kind of cool, though. Like... This, by the way, though, is definitely why Games Workshop are going hard, hard against, like, Forge World, right? If you think about it. Like, they're going after them. Like, Charge Reactions is super, water, like, eight, the, like Warhammer Fantasy Battle. The Stormcast are proper cities. Sort of, like, I said this already. I've said this on multiple shows. That everything that we're seeing from Age of Sigmar at the moment is trying to recreate the, the feel of Warhammer Fantasy Battle Warhammer. So that they can fucking get them and try and cut their sails. It's not going to work. Um, Kratos with a gun. Kratos with a gun? Kratos with a gun. That works. What's going on, baby? On the topic of painting cruel boys, use oil paints and check out Macrofrasoni on YouTube. It equals Profi. Uh, thanks, Kratos with a gun. I actually am already a big fan of Macros, uh, Marco Frasoni. Uh, he taught me to use spray cans from graffiti shops. Big fan. Um, I honestly hope we get a Warhammer doco series at some point about the war within. It says gangster pairs of dice. <gasps> yes, that would be great. Gangster pairs of dice. That would be so fun. Uh, talking about the internal war between Forge World and Citadel. And also, additionally, how um, the Warhammer community team hate Forge World and don't like to do anything for them. And how do I know that? Because I was in those meetings. First hand experience. Speaking about it. Like, I fucking knew it happened because I was there. So, like, you could, like, say that that's not true, but you weren't in the room, and I was. So, um... But why do they hate Forge World? Says Colorou. Okay. Specifically, because the head of marketing at the time, I won't name drop, hated the head of Forge World. Because the head of Forge World couldn't be bullied by the head of marketing, because the head of marketing at the time is, was, will continue to be forever, a horrific bully, narcissist, and sociopath. Therefore, those are just my personal experiences. There could have been other experiences leveled, uh, but those are mine, um, and many other people's. Uh, and then because of that, like uh, because Forge World was its own autonomous piece that didn't have to listen to marketing, and therefore didn't listen to marketing, um, they decided to like pettily um, uh, draw a line in the sand and be like, fuck you forever. Essentially that. Um, so there we go. That's the, uh, that's, that's the story. It's just, it's just, it's just tiny, it's, it's, it's as childish as that. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, they got the head of market from the US retail MGMT crew. Uh, I don't know what that means, darker design. Uh, anyway, it's as childish as that. And maybe it's changed. Maybe the situation has changed. Who knows? Who knows? But it's just, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just internal stuff. It doesn't matter on the Warhammies. None of that affects us on the Warhammies. And we're here for the Warhammies. Don't forget, 2020 Rob, 2021 Rob, 2022 Rob, and all future Robs, as well as the Warhammer crew, we focus on the Warhammies and not on the game's works. 
Uh, we're not into them. We're not into the, the G-dubs. We're into the Warhammies. That's our mantra. The mantra. Um, rules. Totally new or 8th edition. That's exciting. Both. <laughs> is that how that works? Is that, is that how things work? Can you do both? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> do have no meaning from from this <laughs> i mean that just means totally new right that's what that means it means totally new it means totally new but we want you to think if you played eighth edition we don't mean that um uh <laughs> anyway we played every single edition we've played every single edition of warhammer fantasy battles over the years and like every player we have our favorite bits from each Warhammer the Old World will gather up all of our favorite mechanics from 3rd edition to 8th edition, uh, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, and add new elements where needed to create something deeply familiar yet fresh and new. Okay. Um, uh, 8.5 edition. Totally not 8th not ed, yes. <laughs> Fuck, I love you guys. Thanks for being great in the chat. Like, big fan of all of you. Factions, Orcs or Uruks? The boys was called Orcs in the Old World, so that's what they's called. Okay. So we're not using, this is for people who have like real, like real body, like odor issues. Like, I mean, like proper crusade playing motherfuckers who are like, I'm not using the stupid word Oryx, otherwise I'll like, like, oh, like, whoa, whoa, what I'll have feelings next is what I'll have. I'll use Oryx and elves. And the next thing, I'll have feelings, and I'll want to talk about them, and I won't want to drink Stella and punch my wife. That's, they won't have wives. They won't have wives, those guys. Or lives. Um, uh, the most non-committable statement possible. <laughs> I hydrate every time Rob says Warhammies. Warhammies is my new word. I'm using it now. It's funner. Let's do it. Let's talk. Let's say Warhammies. To Warhammies, ladies and gentlemen. We like it much. Yeah? Mmm. Keen-eyed observers, um, uh, but how can a model have 15 trademark terms if it's called an orc? Won't someone think of the shareholders? <laughs> those poor fucking those poor fucking um, fellas. Keen-eyed observers will have gleaned now that Warhammer the Old World is going to be set several hundred years before the end times. So there's plenty of space to explore the history of the setting. Big fan of this, by the way. Love, by the way. Can we talk about love, 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 love? That my love for Total War Warhammer transposes into a tabletop setting. Huge love for that. Like, I, they're probably quite late on the mark, having made this all this time after the huge success of Total War 1 and 2 Warhammer. Um, Total, Total War Warhammer two, 1 and 2. Fucking wrong way around. Um, but they're jumping on it now, I guess. Levinate the, better late than never, Games Workshop. You got this. They're always like. They're always somehow the market leader who's 30 steps behind everyone else. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, I don't know how they do it. Um, uh, this is where the fan filmmakers need to go. Can't stop films about orcs and elves, you pricks. This is Scott B. That's true. <laughs> Keen Eye deserves all of the... Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, this puts us just before another calamitous chaos invasion and one which, while central to the story of the Empire and the entire old world was barely touched on in previous iterations. So nice new story. Uh, bases, are you sure they're going to be square? Yes, we're positive. Okay, that looks terrible. Can we all talk about that? Um, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, doesn't mean that that's correct. Release date. It's going to be quite some time yet as we work on making sure this is the best version of the game we all love. Oh, I thought they were just going to make any old version. What the hell? We'll give you more updates at some point on Warhammer Community when the time is right. Till then, employ the patience of Nagash and plot the old world. Interesting. Okay. Fascinating that obviously this is so this is coming from Forge World, right? Uh, and I think uh, I think that that's that's honestly really interesting because I think Forge World is the kind of the the creative lead as a, a team. It's nice that they're revisiting this as well. Um, and they don't like and everyone in the chat's like, oh, how can they uh, IP protect it? They don't have to IP protect it, right? Because like it's Forge World because Forge World's 
PL sheet is different to everyone else's PL sheet. Like they suffer, um, they're not like they're not the company main. They're like an internal like R and D sidelined fiefdom um, that somehow exists. A company within a company that barely has to play ball with everyone else uh, and everyone else doesn't want to play ball with them. A fascinating kind of like setup that does really well. Like, and it's full of wonderful individuals, as is the whole company. Full of in- wonderful individuals. They just make some terrible decisions sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about the Warhammies. Red Camellios, thanks for subscribing, baby! Um, well, the rumours for draw becoming 100% plastic. Very interesting. Uh, was it square or round bases? Square bases, Drew Caller. Surely the game we all love is exactly the same as it fucking... Surely the game we all love is exactly the same as it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> square suck uh interesting round bases in a square movement tray look best says datcom i'm that's an interesting one uh what the forge world yeah my question to you all like square bases or round bases um just hit me up and if it is square why like i'm not gonna shout you down i just i'm interested like genuinely interested uh doesn't making forge world models only through cutout uh fogs uh, you have to buy directly from forge world uh dr imp yes 100 percent, 100 percent. uh although like aren't flgs like generally being fucked over at the minute anyway by g-dubs like isn't that the kind of like that's the narrative around the world but i don't know if that's the actual narrative i don't know if that's real i haven't spoken to any local gaming store dudes to confirm so if anyone's got any experiences in the chat Random square tray. Square sucks, but this lives or dies on nostalgia, says Kev the Ostrich. I don't know. I don't agree with that, Kev. <clears throat> Kev, I'll, I'll push back on that one, and I'll say, have you seen how much Total War like got downloaded? Like, I think more people play Total War, like, who have never played. I would say the amount of people who ever played Warhammer Fantasy Battle, you take that number, double it, that's how many people played Warhammer Total War who never, ever even played Warhammer Fantasy Battle. That's a huge fucking market for them. And being doubles generous, like, I think a lot more, yeah? Like, I don't I think the player base for Warhammer Fantasy Battle was massive at all. We would like to think that it was, but it really wasn't. Um, not compared to, like, Age of Sigmar now. Age of Sigmar kicks its ass, like, in numbers and sales. Like, I think it's way bigger. Um, and I think Total War sales are... A dwarf Warhammer Age of Sigmar as a community in, in numbers as well um, and so I 100% think um, that like and this is everyone who plays Age of Sigmar has got this on their shelf now like this is a their other game 100% so they've got a massive market uh, for this in my opinion I think it's going to be a fucking st- like it, what it really depends on on the sculpts it doesn't even matter on the game because like no one ever really plays the game, any of the games properly anyway, so. Um, doesn't square bases mean you can buy less models as you can make cool unit fillers like the old days? You've got it, boobs. You've got it. Um, rounds of squares limit the pos, uh, pose need to rank up. Uh, I think that's only if you do small squares. Like, if they just, like, if, like, 32 squares are their smallest. Honestly, I don't think I could fuck with squares anymore. Like, do units in little ranks, would that be cool to make? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Total War is the reason I play Warhammer against this Colorado. There we go. Yeah, we're so far removed from Warhammer Fantasy Battle now that the game can live or die on its own merits as Darker Design. I think that's fair. Uh, Matt was looking at st- Steam stats on Saturday. Warhammer Total War 2 is in the top 10 to 20 games concurrent. Yes. Uh, like, it's it's huge. Huge, huge, huge. This might be the 40k competitor in size. Like, and I mean that with all seriousness. It's fucking massive. Yeah, like, positive victim, Darren. I'm all in on Kislev Armoured Bears. They bring that out, Darren's in. Darren's got a side game where he's playing Age of Sigmar, and he's also playing the Old World. 100% can happen. Yeah? You can definitely see that happening. Uh, I have a bunch of uh, old Hiles I never put together, so now my time is is now. You got this. (laughs) Uh, I'm playing Total War right now. There we go. I'm not fucking with Square. It's kind of like how... um, uh, I live me me life. Oh, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah, none of us are fucking with squares. We're all awesome people in the chat. No squares here. Um, I'm on some cool free cities models from the Empire rework. Hey, uh, if they if so if they're Age of Sigmar size models, I'm so in, like so in because I'm also in 
can we talk about this as like my rounding point if i've got one to make from whatever the fuck i've rambled about today and thank you and apologies and wednesdays by the way might become this for a long time until the coco vovo gets me and i am taken from your sweet embrace um uh the we should be talking about being model agnostic for age of sigma and to a huge degree 40k like the current thing that's happening at the moment is games workshop is copywriting or dmca striking um people who make fan videos about warhammer and obviously that's to protect their their ip for warhammer plus fair enough are they going to do it with artists next or people who do battle reports or whatever like whatever the point is though is like they're, they're that's their ip and i get it i super get it like so they're a business like whatever like i mean you could look at a bunch of other corporations who what like pokemon or huge franchises that allow fans to create content off this and it expands the audience for their business so it's terrible business decision but that's not what i'm trying to get at. what i'm trying to get at is this i like these cruelly boys yeah they're cool they're super fun they're swampy orcs with wicked shields yeah really fun but what if a 3d designer yeah, inspired by this because Games Workshop were inspired by fucking someone because they rip everyone off and everyone rips them off and it's a cycle. Yeah, and whenever they pretend that that's not true, they're fucking lying. Like someone makes something that's like a cool Skaven model and I want to put that in my army because it's by a third party company. Like, you know, like some wicked, like what did we show earlier? The Lord of Change? Um, uh, I haven't got it now if we go back. Yeah, this Lord of Change. I was just showing this. So it's not it's it's not a Lord of Change, but it's a demonic burb with a book and could be a Lord of Change, right? Like we like I don't know how we creatively don't go model agnostic, ignoring the price point that this would be cheaper uh, to get or to 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 print if you had to print it yourself. Ignoring the price point, like if someone turns up to that over the tournament, like this Lord of Change, I'm like fuck yeah, I get it, like. So, what I'm saying is, is like, uh, the old world's great because it's going to have more models. So, a Kivslev armored bear could definitely be a demigriff in a cities of Sigmar army. And I'm really okay with that. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the future for the hobby. I think the idea of putting strictures uh and limitations on creativity in one of the most creative hobbies is counterintuitive to what it is is my point and i think that that's a like a kind of interesting takeaway um um uh, take away my 40k badcast fanfic section i will write so it's gets paradise <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my AOS model to play Old World and laugh at every nerd that tries to tell me no. Colleru, yeah, I'm in. I'm into that 100%. Um, it's like when MP3s appeared. You can either react to the new world by staying, trying to sue it out of existence or embrace the change and you'd be a Spotify, says Scott B. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, they already limited creative space on topics of uh, scrap builds, train building, basin, etc. Says Charles the Lizard. But anyway, my point is, is like I get the people who've had their DMCA strikes, and that's really rough, and they're having a terrible time, um, and uh, on making something. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that I think eventually, in my opinion, tabletop wargaming gets bigger and bigger. But I think um, model agnostic, like, like I think, I think it, I think it goes a different way. I think people just be more creative. Like I do. Like and as soon as that happens they're fucked. Like have you seen the new the new um let's f let me finish my point off because this is this this is relevant. So have you seen this? Uh where the fuck is it? So this new this thing. So I'll show you guys. Right. So like look. So there's this new box set coming out, right? And it's got this wicked wicked piece of terrain, okay? And it's in a box set of this stuff. It's like a teeny wall TD wall, this thing, and this thing. Fucking basically useless in-game. Like, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. But, like, size-wise, pretty useless. Can't hide a character behind that. Maybe you could kind of hide a character behind these little L's, but probably not. Um, but, like, you can't do fuck all with this as terrain. For wargaming, right? Whereas the price of this box will get you an FDM printer and an STL, and you'll do much better terrain. 
So, like, it's already there. It's already there and available, and, like, it's happening, is what I'm saying. Uh, I love people when converting models, but hate when people models are smaller than the original model and say, I don't like the model as an excuse to abuse line of sight rules that I don't like. So that's fine. That's pretty rare, though. But I get it. Uh, I'm just going to buy the new Tomb Kings they make for Total War 3 and cry like a sad boy I am. Tristan, this means Tomb Kings are coming back, right? Like, 100% means Tomb Kings are coming back. Uh, it's scenery as opposed to terrain without getting pedantic. It's scenery without terrain without getting pedantic. Thank you, uh, Team Ancash. No, I don't think it's pedantic. I think that's a super fair point. It's scenery. Um, but it, like, that's it. Like, it's not any more than that, right? Like, for instance, there'll be a piece... Is there a piece of artwork? Um, let me see if I can find a piece from the... Uh, where's the Dominion? Where's the... Oh, Dominion's last chance to buy. Uh-oh. Um... I'm trying to find now. Do you remember that, that piece of Dawnbringer Crusade art that they had? Uh, with the, the cog forts and all the other stuff in the background. Or uh, the carriage and over there's a piece of carriage on overlord art. Um, hold on. Carajon Overlord art. Uh, this thing. Uh, let's, try, let's try and find the piece of imagery that I mean. Uh, if I can find it. It's the one of one of their skyports. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's kind of in the background there, I guess. Um, one second. I'm just trying to find the right image for you guys, just to kind of make my point. Well, then this does. This, this works. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Fuck. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to find the right picture. But there's one where it's, like, got the... Oh, nailed it. Um... Dun, dun, dun. No, no. <laughs> oh, open link, new tab. Open images, new tab. Fuck me. Yes, give me this. Oh, it's too small. Okay, fuck it. I can't find it. Sorry. But my point is, or my point was going to be, that there's this amazing image in uh, the Carriage and Overlords book of the of the of a skyport, but and that's like four years old, right? And they haven't made the terrain for a skyport or anything close to a skyport like anything even anything near it and it, some designer could have done that like in a month like and had it out for people to design like and that's gonna happen it's just gonna happen like and when that happens like the floodgates just open and i think that the the terrain versus um scenery sorry that was the the point that was made is that i think that we'll end up with like loads of in world scenery and terrain, I think that's wicked. Like for world building, I'm fucking jamming on that. Um, uh, if you were hoarding a bunch of boxes of Tomb Kings, would you sell or wait now for the possible release? Stonks, is I'd oh no, because if they right start re releasing it, I'd probably wait. Uh, well, are you even a war gamer or just a shit talker? I don't know, Hega 13, maybe both. But who gives a fuck about your opinion, if that helps you out? Uh, good thing Games Workshop implemented that sprue recycling Dominion could have been an ecological disaster. <laughs> That's true. Uh, see, the old world is confirmed to be a square basis. Why didn't they take uh, a Song of Ice and Fire approach is beyond me. Uh, says goes to Gibbs. Yeah, man, I agree with you uh, a lot. Uh, it didn't mean that Spotify was necessarily a good thing, more the reaction. Um, but seriously, Games Workshop should use Dominion to prop up uh, its school program instead of breaking it down. Uh, says Gangster Paradise. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're talking about the, the underselling of it, right? Um, so, yeah. I expected a Song of Ice and Fire approach as well, says Daco. Uh, 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 Decock, sorry, 01. Uh, me too, but they obviously haven't gone that way, so there we go. There's an artwork of a canon in Six Sigmar book, and it's the new core book too, I think, but you can't get any canons for them in-game. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Right, I'm going to be back. Um, tomorrow uh, with three shows and like Hega 13 has said uh, who I hope never visits us again um, uh, I'll be uh, shit talking or wargaming one of the two um, uh, <laughs> I'll be doing both uh, and there's some good faction reactions tomorrow for Age of Sigmar and oh, wait is it Tuesday today no it's Wednesday fuck it is tomorrow yeah I've got two faction reactions tomorrow 
and um, uh, which is cool. So Fire Slayers and Seraphon. And then in the evening, we'll be discussing the 40k Orc Codex, which is out um, uh, on Thursday night on the 40k Spy Center, which is going to be very fun. Um, and I'm very excited about it. Ooh. It's been a pleasure having a mental breakdown with you guys today. Uh, I'm sorry that this was a mess. We I did book a guest, but they didn't turn up, right? Uh, so a love to all of you. Uh, I'm very excited about the Orc Codex. Um, I'm going to be full of joy about it, and everyone else can be Marty, but I don't think me, Tom, and Nick are going to be, because <laughs> we're all Orc players. So imagine four people just very happy. Thanks, Nurgle Matthew, by the way, for <laughs> the gift subscription to Hagen13 in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you're all brilliant people look after yourselves uh i'll see you tomorrow have a nice day